Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about getting the most from your property training and taking ownership. But first, my week in review. So this week I had a mixed week exercise-wise. I did one of my runs at the beginning of the week, so I do a run normally on a Saturday Tuesday and then on a Thursday as well I'm trying to get one in to try and up the amount of running I'm doing. However on the Tuesday run that I did I felt awful afterwards so I just about managed to do five kilometers and felt super rough afterwards. So I finished the run and normally I'd I'd walk uh, an extra bit as well just to cool down and to start increasing my mileage so I try and do a bit of walking after the run as kind of a cool down as well it works quite well but this week I didn't even have the energy for that so I felt really bad so I got home and I was feeling quite negative quite bad about that and then to make things worse those of you who've listened before so you know I've got a dog she's called Snow I normally take her running with me Um, it kind of kills two birds with one stone I don't like running without her because it feels like I'm missing an opportunity to take her for a walk as well she loves running with me she doesn't struggle or anything she can keep up nice and easily in fact she's usually a lot quicker than we are um running about zipping about chasing a ball as well as we run i normally take a ball with us and i can i can throw the ball for her as we're running to to keep her busy and occupied as we're running around so she really enjoys it um she normally comes back and she's good as gold she'll come straight back drink a load of water as you'd expect put her head in a bowl and eat that and then she'd chill out for an hour um but this time when we got back she did the usual stuff and then about an hour later she just started whining as she was sat lying lying on the floor and um, I thought oh that's that's um, obviously something wrong so I got up and um, kind of played with her for a bit and I thought oh she's nothing nothing too bad and then the next morning when I got up um, she had a bit of a limp so um, she'd obviously pulled strained something in her shoulder or so so I wasn't able to take her running for the rest of the week in fact I cut her walks right down um, her morning and evening walks I cut those right down obviously I didn't take her running with me to help her kind of recover so she's all better now today was the first day she's not been limping so I was really pleased about that um, I increased her walk this this afternoon so that was quite good she managed okay without struggling um, so she seems back to her usual self so over the next few days I'll just ramp her up to her normal walks and I probably won't run with her again this week um, I'll probably leave that until um, Saturday just to give her that little bit of extra time to recover. So I don't want her injuring herself, obviously. But I felt really bad each time I went out without her. So what I learned from that is you really don't want to kind of punish yourself for doing the right thing. Because if I'd have taken her out and she'd have injured herself even more, you know, she would have been in a lot of pain potentially. Maybe it would have been a trip to the vets as well. Uh, would have cost money as well. So that that and obviously... It would have taken a a lot longer to recover had she done some serious damage. So it's not worth kind of pushing her or myself if I'm injured in that way. You know, I think it's really important to take time off. You know, I I realise that, you know, if I'm in a position where I'm injured in the future, you know, you really don't want to be giving yourself grief over that. You want to kind of push and continue and do the right things, but make sure you don't overdo it because you're only going to increase your recovery time and reduce your performance for the next couple of weeks and potentially longer if you do yourself some serious damage. So I think that was a real key thing to learn for me, quite important. Um, luckily, like I said, she's back to back to normal, back to 
being nice, fit and healthy again. She's been um, running around like a mad one around the house because obviously I've shortened her walk. So she's had a bit more energy um, and trying to get her to stop chasing the balls and her toys around the house has been a, a challenge because she's got that energy to burn and she doesn't understand she needs to chill out so her uh, shoulder or leg or whatever it was that was injured could, could recover. So bless her, she's back to being all right now. So I'm looking forward to taking her out next Saturday again for um, the park run. That being said, I tried a new park run this weekend. So um, I took the opportunity while she wasn't with me to go and try another local park run. Normally I run um, the Pitville Park one in Cheltenham, but I tried Gloucester City Park one on Saturday, um, which was really good. Slightly flatter, slightly less uh, hilly, so it was a bit easier on the legs. So I actually ran that in a pretty good time. I ran that in uh, just over 27 minutes. I think it was 27 minutes, 13 seconds, something like that. So a, a much better time than I had run previous in the week. I finished it feeling quite strong, feeling quite good. So I'd gone from earlier in the week just having a bad run to having quite a good one with uh, kind of nothing in between, just some rest, rest and relaxation. So it just goes to show that some days you just have a bad day and there's nothing you can do about that. But it doesn't mean that the next time you come out, you can't come out and perform as you normally would or excel even further than you normally would um, after your recovery. So that was quite good as well. So I wanted to get into talking about getting the most from your training today. And this, I suppose, goes for any training. You want to set yourself up for success. I'm a fan of um, that saying of setting yourself up for success. I think it's very important um, doing the right things when you can to put yourself in the right position to get what you need from training and whatnot. So I think there are some things that you can do in any training or learning that you're doing to put yourself in that position where you're going to succeed and get the most from it. Now, it can range from if you're, you know, walking up to a course or a conference, making sure you have pens and notepads to take notes. A lot of conferences and, and courses provide that for you, but you never know. So it's worth taking it with you just in case. Take some pads and pens with you. Take anything else you might need with you. If you think you're going to need some books, take to take those with you. If you think you're going to need business cards to give to people, make sure you take a good good amount of business cards with you. There's no reason why you can't keep your box of business cards in, in your car and put 20 or 30 into one of those little business card holders and take that in with you. And then if you run out, you can always pop out to the car and get some more from the box in the car or from your bags or whatever. So that there are always things you can do to make sure that you're going to get the most from your training. Now, what I want to talk to is getting the most from your property training. So it's no secret. I think if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I, I'm a big fan of the progressive property training courses. They're really good. I've done um, several of them myself. In fact, I've done about four or five of them now. I always find them really useful, really valuable. And because I've been on them uh, a couple of times now, um, I was actually talking to somebody, um, a chap named Alex. So he, he gave me the idea for doing a uh, episode of the podcast on getting the most from your training um, with progressive property. So thank you very much for that, Alex. I think uh, it was a good idea. So here we go. So so the big thing is, so Progressive Property, if you don't know, is based in Peterborough. They do do some courses elsewhere. They've just started to do some in London and they've done a couple in Bristol before. Um, but most of their courses are based at their headquarters in Peterborough. So if you live close to Peterborough, then fantastic. You don't need to kind of 
plan too much around your travel and, and things like that. However, if you live a long way away from Peterborough, then it's worth considering a few things. So it's worth depending on how long the courses are. So some courses are a day long, um, some courses are three days long, and they do do some week-long courses as well. So it's you've got to kind of think about how you're going to get there and where you're going to stay. Now, when I go down, I always try and go down the night before any courses because it's quite a lot of traveling for me. It's about three hours driving. And usually the courses start about nine o'clock, nine thirty. Each course starts at a different time. So they send you joining instructions. So make sure you read the, the time correctly. Uh, but most of the courses start about nine o'clock and it's three hours traveling um, for me to get there. So I really struggle. Um, you know, I can drive down no problems. And then I last, I get to about halfway through the day before I start finding it difficult to concentrate because I've driven that long in the morning. So what I always try and do is get down there the night before. Um, there's a Premier Inn just over the road. It's called Premier Inn Hampton. So I usually stay in the Premier Inn. Um, I've now got a business account with them. So if you're going to be going regularly or it's, even if you're staying in Premier Inns across the country, um, you know, it's worth getting a business account. It makes it a little bit easier. You, so it's worth looking at that. Um, but the Premier in there, it's um, literally about a four or five minute walk away from the progressive property um, offices um, and where they hold the courses. So that's that's really quite useful and it makes it easier as well. So you can park at the Premier Inn. You then don't have to worry about your car um, because there's no parking on site at the progressive offices because it's in a business park. So you have to park outside of the business park. So if you stay at the Premier Inn, parking in the Premier Inn car park makes that bit a lot easier and then like I say it's about a three or four minute walk over to the offices which is nice and easy. If you're not staying at the Premier Inn they have an agreement with the Tesco's that uh, in Hampton which is just behind the Premier Inn actually um, so they have an agreement with Tesco's there that you can park in the area behind the petrol station and then again walk across and again it's about four or five minutes walk from there. Um, but um, just be aware that you can't park on site at the progressive offices that you either have to park at the Tesco's or at one of the local hotels if you're staying in one of the local hotels. Um, Premier Inn isn't the only um, hotel. I know there's a Days Inn um, that people stay at quite local. I don't know the details because, like I say, I usually, I, well, I've always stayed at the Premier Inn when I go down because um, I just find it nice and easy and I know what know what I'm getting. I'm used to the Premier Inn brand and I'm, I am quite like that. Uh, it makes life a lot easier for me. I've mentioned the parking. Um, the next thing is to get to the course early if possible. So like I said, they'll send you the um, time, the beginning times in an email and your joining instructions when you sign up to the course. Um, make sure you get there for the start time. If you can get there a little bit early, sometimes um, there's a little bit of queue for registration depending on how many people are on the course. So you go in, register, they get you all sorted. Um, it's useful to have that little bit of time at the beginning for a bit of extra networking if you can. And it's always good to get there earlier for getting the better seats. So you can sit further up front. Obviously, the earlier you arrive, um, the more choice you're going to have of where you sit. You know, there's not really a bad seat in the house, but I find the closer to the front, I wear glasses. So it makes it a lot easier if I'm sat close to the front so I can see the screens and the presenters a little bit clearer. Um, saves me straining my eyes by the end of the day. Um, so that's quite useful. Um, so yes, try and get there a bit earlier if you can. Um, take advantage of those opportunities. The next thing is don't be scared to ask questions. Most of the courses that they do, they kind of have slots scheduled for, for Q&A. So don't be afraid to put your hand up and ask, ask a question. Don't be nervous about that. Um, if you're thinking of a question, there's bound to be 
other people in the room thinking exactly the same question. Um, they're always pretty good. The, um, all the instructors I've ever seen have always been really good at stopping and explaining the answer. And if you need to go into some more detail, they'll do that. They're really good. Um, so you can do that in the designated Q and A bits, but also in, in the breaks, cause they have breaks throughout the day for tea, coffee, toilet breaks, that kind of thing. Um, the instructors are usually around uh, the rooms, the offices, um, they're, they're easily accessible. Um, feel free to go up and ask them questions, whether it's about um, something that you weren't quite sure on or something that you need a little bit of extra help with. They're usually ready and eager to help you out. They're really good. Um, the next thing is take advantage. So normally they do a dinner in the evenings if it's a multi-day course, so if it's a long, longer than one day they usually offer um, an evening meal at some point and I think it's £25 something like that to go to one of the local restaurants. I think I've been to three different restaurants around Peterborough now with them um, and I think they rotate around three or four of the restaurants. There's a really good carvery that go, they go to which is a, a really good good food there and there's another restaurant that's got a big outside patio area that's ideal in the summer for having a few beers and a drink afterwards but also doing a bit more networking so like I say the dinner there um, not only is it good food and an opportunity to have a drink um, and wind down after a day's course but it's a good opportunity to kind of catch up um, with the other students on the on the course but also um, there's usually at least one of the tutors if not more that goes on the dinners so again it's another opportunity to ask any questions that you've got talk about their property journeys talk about what they've learned um, if you're thinking about taking any of the other courses that are progressive they can usually talk about those the students that are there have all got their own stories so remember to network with them like I say they've all got their own stories but they've also a wide range of people so um, you know you kind of get people who are beginning property investors going you get solicitors and lawyers going you get mortgage brokers etc going um, you get accountants and, and people like that going so you get a real broad spectrum of people who attend these courses and it's worth networking and building relationships with as many people as you can because you never know when you might be able to help them out in the future or you might need help from them and it's worth having some people in your back pocket from each business area so that if you need any help and advice you can always reach out to them so that's always useful so hopefully that helps you a little bit um, there's some hints and tips in there and that like I say they're not just for property trainings they're for any any trainings you go to you know you, the, most of those are applicable to wherever you go making sure you get there early taking the opportunity to ask questions socializing and networking um, that network thing is a, is a real key so don't forget to do that um, I'm an introvert by nature so I, I find that quite difficult especially in new environments where I don't know anybody I'm pretty good when I, I know a room of people I don't find that too much of a problem but when I'm in a completely new room with nobody I know then I kind of struggle struggle interacting like that but it's been really useful I've met some fantastic people uh, had the opportunity to, to work with some fantastic people as a result of that so um, real to really take as much opportunity as you can from that that being said, I've got some um, dates of some courses that um, Progressive are running. So the Multiple Streams of Property Income um, event is their three-day long kind of introduction to um, property. So it kind of runs through all the 
different property strategies that there are. It covers kind of, uh, well, it covers deal packaging and service accommodation, buy to let and HMOs. It also covers off the um, no money down strategies. So it gives you just an overview and an introduction to each of those strategies and a few other ones, um, commercial conversions as well. It covers to give you an idea of each of the strategies. Now, that's the first course that I went on. I found it really useful. Like I say, it's a really a, an an overview course that gives you an introduction to each of those strategies so it kind of tells you what they are and explains the the fundamental principles behind each of them that's a really good course if you kind of not sure what strategy you want to focus on if you're completely new to property investment i found it really useful as a result of that i kind of put together what my strategy was going to be for me so it enabled me to think, right, those are the kind of strategies that I want to focus on. And then I actually did um, the further courses on those strategies. So that so this is the overview. And then each of those strategies has its own course that um, you can do as well. So which dives into obviously all all the detail and goes through the, the entire strategy from start to finish in full detail. But the Masopi course, Masopi is the multiple streams of property income. Is, is a really good start of 10. So they've got a couple of events coming up. So they've got one on the 22nd to the 24th of March. Then there's one on the 26th and 28th to the 28th of April. And then they've got one in London on the 10th to the 12th of May. So they've got three different dates there. Have a look and um, if, if you're interested, um, you can drop me an email to uh, my email address which is in the description of the podcast so feel free to drop me an email or if you're on Facebook drop just drop me a quick message with your uh, name and uh, phone number and your email address as well um, and I can get you signed up to those courses if you want to um, I talk to the property um, the people at Progressive Property uh, fairly regularly um, if you don't know kind of they, they do all the hosting and work behind my podcast so all the editing of the podcast, they, they do all that stuff for me. So I work with them on a regular basis so I can get you signed up to these courses. That's no problem next time I speak to them. So those are the multiple stream of property income events. They've also got some discovery days. So if you know which strategy you want to do, um, for example, say you want, you're really keen on doing deal packaging, they do just a discovery day on that. So you can just turn up and they kind of give you a more in-depth introduction to that strategy. So they kind of go through the fundamentals and then some more of the in-depth stuff before you sign up to the full thing. So if you're interested in that, they've got a couple of those days coming up. So they've got the deal packaging discovery day on the 27th of March. They've got the service accommodation discovery day on the 28th of March. So you could do those two back to back if you wanted to find out both about deal packaging and service accommodation. They've got the no money down discovery day on the 21st of March and they've got the tax discovery day on the 23rd of April. So the tax one's quite good. That's usually taught by a chap called Shaz Nawaz. He's really quite a good tutor and that's kind of about maximizing how you pay tax and um, reducing the amount you pay tax by making sure you've structured your businesses right, that kind of thing. Um, so that's quite interesting and quite, quite worthwhile as well. So like I say, if you want to attend any of those days um, or any of those courses, let me know. If you have any questions, drop me a message. I'll help out wherever I possibly can. Um, if you need some advice on, like I say, how to 
take the most advantage of the days or the or the courses let me know if you have any other questions i can help out and um, drop me a message on facebook or drop me an email so the next thing i wanted to talk about the last thing um, and a quick topic that i want to cover off is taking ownership for things and this goes for training obviously as well and but it goes for every other aspect of your life as well so you really need to take ownership of what you're doing I was working with somebody last week and um, they, they were making excuses for not delivering something and I was thinking it just sounds crazy what you're talking about kind of thing we managed to get the problem resolved and get it sorted it wasn't a, too much of an issue but I was thinking what areas of my life do I make excuses in and if I was listening to myself, if I could kind of float above myself and hear myself giving these excuses, would I be thinking, what's this idiot talking about? Why is he crazy? Why hasn't he just done what he said he'd do? So like I say, it's about taking ownership and delivering exactly what you said you're going to deliver. The only reason that you're not where you want to be is because of you. It's not because of anywhere one else. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer of of that ownership and taking ownership for quite a few years I was kind of quite focused on making uh, excuses now whether that was because I thought somebody was picking on me somebody wasn't treating me the way I should have been treated treating me less favorably than other people that kind of thing but that doesn't get you anywhere but by taking ownership of the situation and reshaping that in your mind you can actually turn that around and succeed so you know when you when you think oh somebody's not treating you right well what why well are they not treating you right or is it just is that just your perception you know think about it from their shoes is it because you've not built the trust that you needed to build is it because you've not got the reputation that you needed to have is it because somebody else else has a better skill set than you do what do you need to do to elevate yourself and put yourself in the right position? Like I say, take that ownership and shape it so that you're in the right place for success so that you don't give anybody the opportunity to treat you any differently than anybody else. Um, so I think that's really important and I think that's a real key thing. So to summarise everything we've spoken about there, I know we've covered quite a lot there in a short space of time, I think. So... In terms of getting the most from your property training, make sure you get down there the night before if you need to, but think about that. Do you need to go on a train or a bus or are you going to drive? If you're going to um, park down in Peterborough, if you need to park, um, the Tesco's is the place to park unless you're staying in the local hotel like the Premier Inn, in which case you can park there. Um, get there early, get your registration all sorted, get a little bit of extra networking in and get seats towards the front if you possibly can. Don't be scared to ask questions. Go to the dinners in the evenings and use the opportunities to ask the extra questions. Make sure you get your networking in, you know, take your business cards and whatever you need to do um, so that people can remember who you are as well. And then take ownership as well. So stop making excuses and kind of position yourself for that success that you want. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. I uh, hope that's been helpful. Like I say, if you want to get booked onto any of those courses feel free to drop me a message either through facebook or through my email the the, the uh, details are in the description of the podcast episode um, and i'll help you out wherever i can so stop listening to me go and take ownership and uh hopefully you'll get the most from any training that you do thank you very much see you next week